0: Welcome everyone to the Miss Art World podcast. I am your host Catherine with my co-host Samuel.
1: What up Art World?
0: And today um, I'm really excited to talk to two collaborators. We have Isla P. Gordon with us and then we have Ashley Kay who um, are performance collaboration um, partners uh, with milk and honey and if you're looking that up on instagram it's milk it's a mind of milk and honey
1: that's correct
2: <laughs>
0: i was gonna dyslexic that so hard right now
1: <laughs> a lot of M, a lot of why is it mind of milk and honey because like well
2: we started with like the land of milk and honey um mm-hmm. as like a kind of like starting point and then that didn't kind of like make sense for like a collaborative duo. And then there's um, a cosmetics brand uh, called Milk and Honey. They make like like lotions and creams and stuff, which is also like kind of on brand for us um, to yeah. have like stuff rubbing up on your face. <laughs> um, but we also wanted to avoid any kind of confusion. Um, mm-hmm. So we just went with Mind of Milk and Honey. Um, you know, of course, like we're... Um, all of it kind of exists in kind of like an imaginative uh, dreamlike surreal realm so that kind of like evoking the mind um kind of made sense in that regard too um, beyond just the practical
1: oh nice it's funny how you come up with a like a great name and then you start doing more research and then you're like oh man this other company is like doing the same thing or there's like a lot of confusion
3: yeah Uh, even on the the instagrams uh we tried to have it just be milk and honey at first and then we were trying to figure out how to make it um unique because i think that one was taken already and like well what what is it that it's not land it's not this and so yeah the mind
2: can yeah, you high. try all the uh hotmail strategies where you put like xx milk and honey or, uh, yeah. <laughs> xx milk and honey 420 i don't know yeah all the, the add-ons the additives you yeah have.
1: just yeah because it would be like 10787 something okay. that just doesn't make sense all right. mm-hmm
3: yeah, so that's that's kind of how we we landed on the mind of milk and honey. But milk and honey as a as a duo definitely for to represent. Uh, we didn't want names because that always comes with like kind of like an ownership. We mm-hmm. found out some people would put um, one of us before the other, or say, "Oh, you're collaborating with this person," and so like the authorship of the work came into question. And we didn't
1: want those questions mm-hmm. either, so um, it's kind of where we started with the name. <laughs> so did you? Do you guys feel like one of you is milk and one of you is honey? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I guess she's sweeter than me so maybe
3: uh, maybe she's honey and I'm milk. (laughs) Yeah
2: Yeah, I mean I think we just they're just kind of like these characters and at any time one can be milk and one can be honey. Um, Mm -hmm. It's not I think like the interchangeability of it more than anything. um, I feel like I jokingly refer to myself as milk sometimes
3: (laughs) yeah yeah it switches really yeah Yeah. because the the characters themselves um try to be um by wearing the suits in our performance I guess we could talk about that a little um as we wear these like sentai suits in the performance videos and things like that trying to strip away the idea of gender and um, identity a little bit because that's um a lot of what we work around Mm -hmm. um those kind of topics with that so I think it's interchangeable, as the characters are.
1: (laughs) So what's your performance that you're going to do for the upcoming art show? Yes, so- has
0: um, no information. The upcoming art show. (laughs)
1: Well, because Katie keeps confusing me. She keeps going, you're going to Art Basel, but it's not Art Basel. It's something outside of Art Basel, but it's still in the same area. But you're not invited, to Art Basel. <laughs> so
2: yeah. you're not quite here. You're like yeah. in the you know. So it's yeah right. Um, satellite art show um, with uh, performances alive, and we, um, I they're so they're renting um, you know as people do at Miami Art Week. They rent a space right. Um, so there's um, kind of like a I would say a retail space, um, relatively deep, but there's an upstairs balcony. And so we'll be occupying the whole um, upstairs balcony with our installation. Um, I think it's around 14 foot by 20 foot. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have <laughs> these fine things. I don't know if you have to censor this for YouTube. Um, <laughs> I yeah, love them, yeah. they're nipples, um, right? Yes, yeah. So these are uh, nipple pillows um, which feature prominently <laughs> in the installation um, which we're kind of like tentatively calling um, Motorboat Miami um so milk and honey (laughs) motorboat miami Mm -hmm. and um we have a soft sculpture that people can interact with kind of pick up with we're and we're gonna have um a website aggregating um posts from that hashtag motorboat miami um hashtag so anyone interacting with our sculptures um Mm -hmm. in the satellite space um will be able to share them and then kind of like see other people doing the same thing Um, so it's a way of kind of like, um, kind of like challenging people's assumptions about the body. Mm -hmm. Um, but there are several, there's a large freestanding sculpture about, um, about Ashley's height. Yeah.
3: Um,
2: and, um, two large body chairs. Um, so you'll actually be kind of like sitting on a belly with like, on a body with limbs and inside a mouth. Um so we're kind of keeping those under wraps we want them to kind of be a surprise for everybody there and then there'll be um a video Mm -hmm. a single channel video um streaming we had wanted to to have a couple videos in the space um but ran into some technical um limitations so there will be um a single channel video about 10 minutes long kind of like looping continuously in the space um kind of where this, the performance
3: kind of comes into play where the characters <laughs> start interacting right. with um, the sculptures and you can see more of the body and um yeah how that's being used in the
0: mm-hmm.
3: in the performance there so,
0: so it's kind of like
3: out- interactive performance video installation art
0: <laughs> you checking all the boxes like that's awesome
1: when you guys are out on the balcony can people underneath see it up or is it i would say scared? it's like kind of like um
2: it's a, like uh, Balconies, probably, I think they're probably saying like mezzanine level would probably be a better description of it. Yeah, okay. um, but yeah, so there's, um, there is like kind of like a hip height wall. Um, so we do have a piece that's going to kind of like lurch over the wall a little bit. Um, so people will be like, oh, what, what the heck's yeah. going on up there? Um, but there won't necessarily be that. There's, there's an element of kind of like surprise going up yeah. the stairs. it's suddenly a little more
3: like you have to go up and start interacting and then immersed in that kind of world.
1: Do you guys live close by? Or are you guys gonna to have to? We're into you. We are driving. Everything.
2: We are we are hauling. Um, hauling you nice. know, wow. a bunch of these down. Um, you know, looking Black, like yeah. uh, the Beverly Hillbillies, <laughs> like <nipples laughs> out of the back. Yeah, of the truck. a bunch of nibbles <laughs> in
3: a car for nineteen hours. I think the is yeah. Oh Black. wow! Yeah, Black Friday, nineteen hours. So we're hauling down, staying for the week. Um, I was even flying back for a couple of days and then coming back because of work reasons. But yeah, it'll be a a very <laughs> long yeah. and tiring week, but super fun, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you, um,
1: either of you been to, I mean, Catherine, you probably have been to Art Basel, but um, Samuel? I have not. So this is the first time I'm going. I'm okay. going as uh, Katie's assistant to help her with her installation and what not i'm um,
0: a shirt it says miss art world assistant so we're gonna be oh, nice <laughs> <t-shirts>. <laughs> awesome yeah and so you guys will be there the whole week as well or we're gonna be there we we fly in the 28th and then we fly out that friday which i think is the fourth
2: yeah the fourth mm-hmm. that's cool. Very cool and you're like kicking it off too right you're like one of the first
0: yeah i'm a little bit nervous about that but three o'clock baby i'm just gonna go for it and then and i can enjoy the rest of it so that will okay. be cool we'll be there i'm excited Very so, cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. when you guys are performing is there a time period when you're performing too or i think it's just the installation we don't oh, yeah, have
3: so, a this live case, performance for yeah. this particular installation
2: yeah okay. yeah nothing plans i mean we'll probably be in there like doing weird stuff we like plan to video, bring the suits and but, do a lot yeah. of like
3: improv stuff. So yeah, we'll just see. kind of like
2: impromptu yeah. things, but nothing kind of like scheduled. Um, this is the space is kind of like there for other people to activate.
0: Okay, did I was hoping make... they see the suits.
1: I'm sorry, kid. I think I talked over you. No, go ahead. Uh, do you guys make your chairs then?
3: Yeah, so we print, we actually photograph our own bodies and then print on this uh, fabric. And, um, hand sew the pillows and all of the soft sculptures, and yeah, so it's kind of that
1: oh wow, that that's fun. crazy
3: yeah it's uh it's uh, sometimes people are like really grossed out, um like we'll have a chair that's like a belly with like nipples on it, and someone will like hesitate to sit down or like refuse to sit down in it just because they're like uncomfortable with this particular object and um, other people jump right in and they're like oh nipple pillows and they just start like ah <laughs> so it's it's been it's been a mixed bag and I think that's part of um, something that we really like to cultivate is that kind of like who's gonna be weirded out by it. And who's really going to dive in? And that's like two different kinds of people that interact with them. And yeah,
2: it's our own, <clears throat> our own little personality test. Like, yeah, <laughs> okay to read for for what people are like. You know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I feel the people that would have the hardest time sitting in the chair would just be older men. Just. Hundred
2: <laughs> <100%, laughs> percent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like there are so many times that like open studios or or exhibitions where. Um, a couple will come in, and the woman like will sit down. Um, doesn't matter if it's like um, like a uh, you know masculine what gender factors, right? of the body um, it reads as. They will just do it, and then the guy's like, no, yeah, no. <laughs> 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 <They're> just... <laughs> not and, and then yeah, definitely like people start like teasing him, and it mm, still won't budge. It's just a yeah, it's just a thing, yeah. Yeah, Maybe. it's so funny
1: because I can just picture like my great grandpa or someone going in and be like, nope, I'm never going <laughs> to sit in it kind of thing. I'm just like, it, you, what's the matter with you sitting in that chair? Yeah,
3: it's yeah. just printed fabric. Like there's no like, other than it's being common. a body yeah. representation, but it, it definitely is not going to, yeah. It doesn't have feelings. It doesn't, you know, it's interesting how people like put that on the body.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Kind of, yeah, even just images of it, which is interesting. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Can you guys talk a little bit about your own um, background and then kind of how that relates to the concept of this installation? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Well, so we
3: started Milk and Honey, I guess, back in 2019. Um, Isla and I have been married for six years. So not only do we collaborate, we're also life partners. I got my MFA from the University of Arkansas and started um, mostly in photography, but I've always been kind of taking the photograph and trying to use it in different ways. And so during that time in grad school, I really started to experiment with um, different cutouts of frames, like kind of the one you see behind here um, and getting away from like the rectangle and trying to get the printed image into like other things. And so... um, The soft sculpture came into play with that, but for my uh, graduate work, it didn't really fit in. And so Isla and I, outside of that, started to collaborate um, and kind of bounce ideas off each other. And we decided to put all of our kind of weird um, into milk and honey and just make it um, play um, kind of playful and experimental. And as we started to really actually find people reacting to it, um, we started to think about it a little in a different way as Ila started to transition um, and I'm a non-binary person. Uh, it just kind of fell into this idea of like bodies and all of our feelings kind of got thrown into some of those, um, some of the work that we do within that about body transition um, being uncomfortable with, you know, bodies and skin, so sort of like where I'm coming from, Viola went to RIT. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, mean, I forgot that
2: part, but you can tell us. Yeah, perfect. so I, 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 um, our, my background is, is in photography as well, um, so we, when we were down in Arkansas during her time in her graduate program, um, I had gotten really involved in the community, um, so I had a bit of like um, some momentum behind my individual practice. Um, was able to get some like grant support for my projects, and I was dealing with my own sort of um, thoughts around gender, in um, uh, kind of like connecting it to memory, the family album, and queer queer adolescence. And um, I just, I guess, I had more sort of questions. Or we started. I started. We did had some spillover, right? So we we made a photograph called um, the "Womanless Wedding," which is like a based on like sort of like this you know, queer historical event of inversion rituals like um, puff football games where like transgression is kind of used to reinforce heteronormative um, culture, right? Um, and so we made that photo and it was hanging in Ash's studio. And somebody said like, you're just reinforcing the binary. And that pissed the heck out of me. Like I was so pissed because it was just like the, needlessly incendiary off-base graduate critique. And I had already gone through grad school. So I was just like, no, I'm not not trying to deal with that right now. (laughs) And so, and I was like, all right, we're out with the names, out with the faces, like. (laughs) Um, And so, yeah. So then kind of like Milk and Honey was born. Um, So the video that's gonna be um, on view and satellite um, is called Cultivating Mass. And um, it's kind of, it deals with the body sort of directly. Uh, Cultivating Mass is like a kind of like obscure pop culture reference from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, where one of the characters like just gets fat and and <laughs> convinces himself he's gaining a lot of muscle. And, um, <laughs> but it's like this sort of like this hyper masculine thing, right? And so in the video, um, one of the characters, one of the characters is basically adorned um, with uh, bologna, um, lots of it. And um, I guess in our, and that kind of like connects to like the kind of impetus behind milk and honey because we've really been kind of questioning how much we've just reinforced our, each other's ideas about gender. Like we came into it from a conservative religious background or um, a place of just utter confusion. (laughs) And then just kind of like being kind of like, I don't know, there's like a lot of momentum behind it and we weren't really doing anything in our marriage to kind of create space or um, ask questions, which would kind of unpack all those gendered assumptions. And so, um, yeah, in, in the video, you know, that that sort of, that action is shown and then kind of like ultimately questioned. And then, um, you know, the the kind of the characters have this moment of healing at the end. And so that's, that's kind of like what we're working on and the kind of like what kind of encapsulates like a lot of the work we've been making with Milk and Honey over the last couple of years mm-hmm. is that kind of this this push and pull um, between partnership as a healing thing, but also a constraining thing and bodies as beautiful and cruel and all these sort of these just, tensions, yeah. right?
1: Mm-hmm. So when you shoot the, like, cause you talked about shooting the video, do you have a whole elaborate setup when you actually film it? Or do you just kind of use your regular camera that you take the pictures with? I think it's called like DLR.
3: Or... DSLR, we, we have a pretty um, decent camera setup. A lot of the video work we do is green screen because we take images. And so we'll um, kind of make these skin collages and impo- like impose them in the backgrounds of the scenes. Um, but as far as the installations, they're definitely more elaborate and kind of constructed spaces um, within that, yeah.
2: Yeah, so the one on view at satellite has a lot of sort of post-production and after effects. So there's like uh, like finger <laughs> tentacles and stuff. Um, so, I mean, it varies, like we're by no means like sort of like high production value. Like if you were like <laughs> yeah. behind the scenes, okay. you'd be like, how is this going to look? Um, but you know, it, um, it kind of like comes together there's like a, we're kind of like, yeah, it's, it's good. Um, but we have, you know, it's funny because we actually did record a couple, like, you know, early in the pandemic, we recorded a couple, um, cell phone videos and ended up like, you know, getting some, getting those licensed to a little documentary project down in Arkansas. Um, so it's like, yeah, we don't. We try not to get hung up on the technical too much. Like you know, when it serves us, it serves us. And other times, when it feels more authentic, to be a little bit more, a little looser. You know that that's, that's kind of where we go.
0: When you say self-found videos, is it videos from your past that you found? And then I'm oh, sorry,
2: cell phone. Sorry, oh, about cell
0: that. phone. Yeah. Oh, okay, I was like, oh, I've never heard of self-found
2: videos. Okay, <laughs> cell phone. Yeah. I, well, you know that's funny you say that because. Hmm. Ash used to make her friends do like ridiculous video concepts. It did. Like take their Barbie dolls and like have wars and <laughs> kung fu choreography and I want those studies so bad because they sound like amazing works of art. I found um Sorry, a little off
3: topic, but I found we, we just moved into this house that we've been unpacking, and I found a little mini VHS, so we'll have to take it to dance and see if it's there.
1: <laughs> oh, you have to. Yeah. It'd be great to be able to see that, especially when, because um, I watched my little brother do videos like that, too, and most of them were just him going, bam, 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 bam.
3: This was high production value. I had like six or seven uh, really close friends that would just like indulge me. And yeah, I would give them characters and we had a detective video and we did Charlie's Devils instead of Charlie's it's ridiculous. Like
1: they're just it's too much. <laughs> That's great.
0: Yeah. <laughs> do you find people um are respond um to milk and honey um as far as what your concepts are? Like, do you have a pretty good following? from what you're talking about with gender and gender identity?
2: Yeah, I'd say that it really resonates with particularly like uh, queer individuals. Um, Like what we have the most like direct, like people said things to us about like, wow, this is like really like great and powerful, like great, you know, really, you know, encapsulates some of the things that I struggle with or I wanna share in my own work. So yeah, I would say it's been like really great and I think it like I think there's elements of it that um, have connected. I've gotten feedback from um, some people that, you know, you know, middle aged men, like, I feel connected with it. They feel like trapped in, you know, masculinity um, in some way. And so they really connect with like, you know, because growing up, like you're not allowed, like weakness or tenderness or Anything like that as a as a boy, and so um, kind of like creating the space for that um, can be really powerful.
0: I think it's needed. I think the more artists that are having that conversation is just going to help society kind of be more open to understanding gender, gender equality, and so I think it's really I think it's really great what you guys are doing, and I think it's needed in the art world. Yeah.
3: And just, just um, some people like unpacking your own kind of ideas of those genders and roles. And, and like we said, not only in our artwork, but in our marriage, it's really been kind of like across the board between our individual practices through milk and honey. And then um, the response that we got just like, why, why am I doing this? And is it something I want to do? Or is it something that I... I have to do I guess and maybe the other person in the relationship doesn't mind doing that role or like there's there's just so many questions when if that um that yeah we can start to unpack in these our other video is home cooking <laughs> which has been interesting um that's also on our website we have that showing in
2: oh in rally, yeah Raleigh. that's going on yeah. too yeah. um there's an illuminate project um in the storefronts of downtown Raleigh um just starting December 4th for the month of December um, so if anyone else is driving down to Florida next week you can <laughs> stop and rally um, <laughs> um, but yeah I mean I, I think it's so valuable to just create that space um for like that kind of discovery just to kind of just push at the edges of what's normal or what's conventional because those are always limits are limiting. like they yeah. they stifle you know Cause I, like my, I, you know, coming back to this response to our work, like I have a conservative uncle who, you know, we made him say, um, oh, I get it now. It's okay to be weird. And so that's still a win. Like a little like backhanded, like, you know, we're not that weird, but. but <laughs> it's <laughs> it's progress in
1: some kind of way, because it's better for him to try to understand than not understand or be close-minded mm-hmm. with the whole thing that's i always feel like it takes takes a lot of time for people to fully understand especially if you're trying to understand the individual um and they could be very closed-minded and as long as they can start opening up because honestly all art is weird so the more they get exposed to art and you know different concepts with it it helps with understanding you know different messages
0: I wouldn't say all art is weird. There's some boring <laughs> art. <laughs> Have you ever seen a Thomas Kincaid? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Tell me how he's weird. And
1: every light in that house is on. A lot of is, They're just they're just bougie. They leave their electric on and they got money. <laughs> <laughs> they're out in the middle of nowhere. So there's no electricity <laughs> yeah. going to it. It's they than his electricity thing.
3: Cool. <laughs> yeah. There you go, Thomas and Katie. Even weird. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I get that. Um, I have have found that weird is a trigger word for me because I've gotten that from like my parents. They're like, "Oh, you make weird art." I'm like, "It's, but it's not. It's just <laughs> different, and it's questioning, and it's just pulling back layers of experiences, and it's like not weird to me at all. And it may, it's always a surprise when someone's like oh you make weird stuff I'm like well, it's not though but maybe to you it is I don't know see I could never tell because my artwork
3: both of our individual practices and in milk and any have gotten so many just like oh that's like really grotesque and I, I'm like is it though like I didn't I thought it was like kind of nice and <laughs>
2: whatever yeah or like because but... we're always like raining it in we're just like no that wouldn't make sense We're like, "That's <laughs> too much, too <laughs> much. <laughs> And but then you know so what we put out there is like dialed back a couple matches you know what I mean and so then it's like when it gets a weird comment you're like yeah. oh really
3: yeah or like yeah. a
2: really strong reaction you're like yeah. Well, okay like, yeah, yeah.
1: we're originally planning
3: <laughs> 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 yeah there's there's a few um, setups that we'll save I mean the the home cooking video Ayla has an octopus on her head that's true yeah. yeah there's like and then she's been covered in fish and who knows what else. <laughs> Yeah, really. I mean, it gets, yeah, we can get pretty, yeah,
2: I, you know, like, I always just come back to this idea that, um, I feel like we're living in an exceptional times and I feel, you know, I just personally feel that like things are pretty extreme out there. And so like to make art that is like equally, like, kind of like amped up in some way, doesn't feel out of place, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I think like that's my relationship to this kind of like this idea of weirdness or um, any kind of like extreme quality is it's just like well, like I'm not gonna like just make a Thomas Kincaid painting about you know <laughs> how I feel right now. You yeah, know?
3: yeah.
1: Because that's not going to honestly, it's not going to last the test of time. You want, I feel for real art, you want it to mean something. More than just oh, that's a pretty picture. That's nice to look at. It's something that has a story behind it. And without that story, then it's not really art. It's just a drawing.
3: Yeah, it's kind of like you. You want that reaction, you know? We want people to question um, why? Why are they doing that to themselves? Why is it the body? You know what? What is the story here? And what am I supposed to kind of get out? Of it? Am I supposed to feel? happy and playful and I love the body or am I supposed to be grossed out by it and you know start questioning things and I think in our work it's a little bit of both um for sure but that's yeah that's what you want all right you want to be like well what what is that they're trying to say to me what is that doing for me mm-hmm. and if do I have a strong reaction it's good
1: do you like asking people at your show what what they thought it meant
3: um I or
1: do you stay away from those
3: I try I am a little, I'm like the silent one in the the pen and teller kind of group. I'm a little shyer uh, than Isla, so I I tend to stay away. I'll wear the suit and like, you know, interact with people that way. Um, And I like to eavesdrop more than ask. Like if someone's looking at it and they don't know I'm the artist, absolutely. I like to eavesdrop and see what they like talking about. But direct questions, I I usually don't, unless they ask me directly, we don't have a conversation.
2: Yeah, there's definitely like two modes, like, well, either do the sort of like, um, you know, surveillance, like just watch them, watch their facial expressions contort Um, (laughs) or, you know, like conversations are great because, um, you know, everyone has their own sort of entry point Mm -hmm. to it. Um, Like their reason for being alienated from their body may not have to do with gender at all. Mm -hmm. And so they can still sort of like relate to this sort of like this this piece by sort of like binary system that exists in, in our sculptures and, and some of the artworks um, in some way, um, so or even
3: just the body as like it has hair and like you know there's something there for a large range of audience. However, you feel about your body, everyone has a body. There's there is something to think about. Mm-hmm. Even like you put a body somewhere, someone's going to think about it in relation to their own body.
0: Mm-hmm. So yeah. Has going through your performances changed your relationship with your bodies? Are you more confident in your bodies, more accepting or? Um, I think it's allowed at least me
3: to feel I'm kind of desensitized to these nipples. Um, I teach high school and I have a lot of nipples to sew. And I was like, oh, I could just bring them on my prep period and so on. I was like, no, I can't bring nipples to school. I had to like stop and be like, I'm like so desensitized to this like image that I'm like, that is so inappropriate. I can't do that. But like for a second, I, like, I was like, oh, I could get so much done during my, my prep period. But so, so as far as that, I'm, I'm definitely more comfortable with like the image of the body and like displaying my body in a way that's like something I was never comfortable with before. Um, and then, again, making the work and us having these conversations, allowing the space to be like, I I don't want to do that in this relationship. Like, that's not the role I feel comfortable taking on as an expectation of what I grew up with. I was just like, you know, you start to question, realize I could do this other thing, but maybe that's something that someone else could pick up on. And so there's, I've come to a lot of those conclusions and realizations and conversations with the work. So it's really... Kind of changed that aspect of our marriage and the way I feel about, yeah, you know, myself.
2: Yeah, I think it's like kind of because my, but you know, my body um, as was present in my in my work, going back a couple years, three or four years,
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, directly like in varying states of undress, and <clears throat> I think it's definitely helped me to kind of reclaim ownership or retain ownership of my body in some way, Um, especially like since transitioning, um, you know, transgender female bodies are often sort of fetishized. Um, So as much as sort of like visibility um, of my body is is sort of like an act of resistance, um, it's also like a sort of sticky relationship with sort of like commodifying it. Um, But I think that, you know, because because I'm able to kind of like put it out there in this sort of the manner that I want in the way that I want, um, in like kind of like the situations um, that sort of like work for me, um, it feels, it feels, um, yeah, it feels good. It feels edifying.
0: Yeah, that's, um... That's something that I've thought about a lot in my own work with as far as ownership. Like I'm taking ownership of my body and not like falling into what beauty industries have told me I need to look like and do and dress and present myself. So I really, I think it's really interesting that you're using bodies and I'm excited to see your nipple pillows and chairs. (laughs) And motorboat them, feel free to Yeah. (laughs) Well, I think we're just about at time. Um, Samuel, did you have any last questions that
1: I did? Around? I did. So if anyone's down there, can they see your show or do they have to buy tickets or how how can they interact with your art if they're down in Miami?
3: So come to Satellite, um, satellite Art Fair. It is a couple blocks away from the main exhibition of Art Basel um, in South Beach. I believe you do have to buy tickets. I'm not sure how much they are. I have not looked at that yet, <laughs> quite, so I'm very unprepared. Um, but yes, they'd have to buy tickets to get into the fair.
2: Yeah, there's a full program mm-hmm. schedule so you can see when uh, Catherine is performing as well. Yeah. And there are, um, there's a Billy Joel piano bar, which will be going in between performances. Yeah, um, super so excited. Check in <laughs> and sing along to some, some classics and, um, get some cocktails.
0: I should have asked this uh, before, but have you both performed for Satellite before or is this your first time?
2: Uh, this will be our first time. We actually had um, scheduled to do it last October. Um, In there, and then yeah, that got postponed because I was kind of like the, I, I lose count on the waves. It was a wave um, and uh, yeah, things got kind of canceled again. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: yeah, that, was, um, that was with yeah. um, Milk and Night
2: curatorial mm-hmm. uh, put together a punk and queer show. Um, mm-hmm. So it was kind of just yeah. like high energy uh, performances. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so we had something we were going to do um, with satellite um, back then, but unfortunately that didn't kind of materialize. Okay, no, no.
3: But we're excited to do this in Miami and be at Miami because I love Art Basel, I love Kind of walking around and seeing what everyone's doing, so it was fun. I have, I went there right before it shut down, and then this will be the first time it's been open since.
2: Yeah, we might dress up like Pitbull, and we <gasps> may just like be on the beach. um Mr. Dress up like clothes, like- <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I hope so. I like you guys dressed oh, up. it's on Instagram. <laughs> You'll see.
0: Well, thank you guys again. Um, can you both share? uh, your own Instagram accounts. And then of course, mind of milk and honey, or even your, um, websites would be helpful. If someone's trying to find either of you or both, what's the easiest way to do that?
2: Um, so, um, if you go to mind of milk and honey on Instagram, um, there are links to both our individual accounts right in the bio. Um, it's Isla P Gordon and Ash K eight, um, their websites currently down um because it's too raunchy for all the little high school kids the high school little, teacher what I the am right pta now. <laughs> the pta doesn't like it um so um but i'm at ilipgordon.com yeah
3: my the password for my website so you can get in with the password and it's just all lowercase eggs
2: eggs e-g-g-s yep ashleyk.net password is eggs <laughs> you're a member of an exclusive club now
0: <laughs> go see all the art well, I'm excited to meet you guys in person yes. uh, when we get there. Thank you again for spending some time with us and talking. Yeah, about thank it. you for having Thanks us. Inviting yeah.
1: yeah, I can't wait to see your art. I'm yeah. so excited. <laughs> <Good.
0: I'm>
1: excited. <laughs> Banjo says goodbye as well. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Like always, you can find all of our uh, podcast episodes at missartworld.com or anywhere you listen to your podcast. Follow us on Miss Art World at, on YouTube and on Instagram, and we will see you later. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>